Hi, this is Bill. And this is Anastas. And we are the Uncommonwealth Podcast. Today we're going to talk about something that's a little under the radar. And yeah. quick, quick before I before we continue, keep an eye out for our bad words. They will come. Yep. Probably really, really soon, right? I would imagine so. We're talking about goddamn cowboys. There we go. That's a, oh, well, because you added the god and then it's a harder one. That would definitely yeah. be censored. Although, would it be the god that censored or the damn that I don't think they censor goddamn anymore. They don't? They used to. They used to, but I think well, they've loosened fuck. it. Fuck! It depends on... Yes. That's a censor one. Shit! That's another one. Horse barnacles. Oh, oh. Okay. That's a... That's a, that's an old... Um, an old one that got grandfathered into the censorship thing, right? Yeah. Just like Laffy Taffy. You never Just heard that out. Laffy Taffy? You never heard that out. Laffy Taffy? Just check that Laffy Taffy? Circa 2004. Hey. You know what they used to say in the fucking cowboy days hmm. things oh. like you are the crusted turd on a horse's anus wow that's a very visually you are a snot ridden descriptive muskrat mm. you are the louse ridden no i guess it'd be lice louse is one you are a louse <laughs> on on the uh on, on the horse's ass on the horse's ass yeah i like that one um well, if you if you didn't, if, all right. Here, here's the flavor <laughs> of the town. We're in a western mood, and we've mentioned westerns many times. Yes. In, in, in terms of uh, people that have acted in westerns that come from that have yep. you know PA ties or are from Pennsylvania, specifically Jimmy Stewart. Specifically Jimmy Stewart, and we've uh, I think it's pretty common knowledge that Bill loves westerns. Yes. We are talking about uh, a figure from the old timey west that's actually from Pennsylvania. The end of or the was west. born in Pennsylvania. Yes. The end of the old end west. Of, yeah, the end of the old west. A a famous uh, outlaw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure, outlaw. Known as the Sundance Kid. Yeah, I would hazard a guess that most people have heard of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, whether just through osmosis or hearing of the movies. But he's a real guy. Sundance. They're both. They were both real. And we're going to talk about them both. But the subject of our pod today is the Sundance Kid. Who I would also hazard a guess most people did not realize was from Pennsylvania. Yeah, I, I didn't know that uh, at all. And Bill texted me, "Let's do this person." I was like, "Bill, Bill, Bill, you forgot the, the whole premise of the podcast." And then I did a quick Google search, and before I said anything, I was about to—I was literally about to be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> but uh, I remember that. Yes, yes, yes. We should do a quick search before any kind of aggressive. Yeah. I'm on top of my shit. Aggressive. Um, text messages so, there were yeah. two people in there you yeah, were yeah there surprised was also, about both of them weren't also, you also daniel boone which we'll we'll probably touch upon uh, at some point although probably not in a while because uh i mean possibly. i don't think we should double up on a on a well, yeah. he's not an outlaw but on old-timey western folk yeah frontiersman and, and was, daniel boone's a little different too with his frontiers yeah frontiersmanship he yeah. was um goddamn american hero much earlier yeah he was much earlier yeah, yeah. but yeah so we're, we're gonna we're gonna do it we're gonna do it bill have you Seen Butch casting the Sundance Kid? You know, shockingly not. No. I know that I Robert know. Redford plays the Sundance Kid, mm-hmm. which is pretty dope because Robert Redford's Paul Newman amazing. plays uh, Butch yeah. Cassidy, right? Yeah. yeah. Which, what a cast. Yeah, what a cast. That, what, what a Cassidy. Oh! Yeah, man. Wow. Um, if you turn off the podcast now, I implore that you don't. I'm so sorry. But would understand why you would. This is entirely my fault. Just... Just don't listen to when I when I speak. Just don't just tune out. Maybe you already do that. I don't know. Let's probably they just tune out both of us. Yeah. They're just typing away at work. These fucking idiots. They don't even know what they're talking about. Pieces but if you still listen stuff. anyway, you fucks. And we appreciate you. We love you, all of you. I hate you. I love you. All right, our visual context for people that aren't 
in the room, which is no one. I mean, we're, we're in the room. We're Bill, not no one. Bill and I are very wearing very similar shirts, and yes. Bill has like two buttons unbuttoned. Although yeah. I do as well. You do too. But I got, I love my Bill's, hamburger meat. Bill's uh, Bill's letting his hamburger meat hang out. He's, yeah. His hairy chest is a uh, my ground beef, my taco meat, magnetic. I, I it's I can, I'm uh, so hairy everywhere but it. my skull. Yeah. Well, yeah. top of, um, top of my dome beasts. It's a uh, hey ladies. I'm pretty sure he's available, so uh, hop on Hi. that hop on that chest. <laughs> if you want to do some speed dating via podcast. <laughs> um. Anyway, so back on track. Back uh, back to talk about the old one. There's another uh, very famous figure who has a tie from the old west who has a tie to Pennsylvania. Ooh. Doc Holliday. I didn't know that. Of the OK Corral? Yeah, yeah no, but I, I, where is, where, where from Pennsylvania? He wasn't, wasn't born here, but he was educated here. He went to the PA School of Dentistry, College of Dentistry, which no longer exists. Okay. Where, was where is that? Philadelphia. Philadelphia, oh. And that's why he was Doc Holiday, because he was actually a doctor, not oh. just a nickname. Oh, okay. Cool. I yeah. know that. Well, he was a dentist. Well, he was look, a very educated man. Look at that. But he was an outlaw. So there's that. No. He was an outlaw? What was he, he was a lawman. Lawman. He's yeah. the opposite of an outlaw. He, he, uh, he in wrote, law. Oh no! Fuck, man. Oh no! Why are you still listening, to guests? Listeners? He uh, he rode with. Uh, why am I gonna draw a blank? Bill loves the West. I find it fascinating. Yeah. Um, he rode with he, against the Cochise County Cowboys. Was uh, wider. Wide Earp and Wyatt his brothers. Earp, right, right. Wyatt's right. the famous one, but his brother, his older brother, was actually. A more experienced lawman, except he got shot. They killed the youngest brother. Red Dead Redemption. No, I never played the game. Mm. Mm. I know, weird, right? Yeah. Well, you would probably love it, so I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, yeah. Let's let's do it. Let's get to uh, uh, Sundance Kid. Do you have any experiences with uh, trains or bank robberies? Uh, if I did, I wouldn't say it. But no. If you're a cop, you cop. You gotta tell me if you're a cop. It's legally binding. You uh, I'm you, not a cop. You a narc? I'm not. I'm a, you a narc? I'm not a narc. Just, but don't, don't, uh, don't look over there. It's not a microphone. I think he's wearing a wire. <laughs> no, I, I have no experience with uh, heists. I like heist movies. Who doesn't? But I haven't seen like a lot of uh, old a lot West of ones? like train. You know, like the. Oh man, what's the big train heist one? Tower heist. Tower heist is not. <laughs> That's the opposite of a train heist. It's Pelham one two three. Um, uh, that's a really modern one. Yeah. Um, it's not one two three. It's a. Is it not? Is it not? I'm pretty sure it's taking of the Pelham one two three. Uh, that's a good one though. Yeah, it is Uh, a good movie. Yeah. Anyway, Denzel, right? But yeah, uh, and the and the original one before that too. Yeah. Are you? Are you? Do you have experiences with? um, Yeah. Other than other than your whole entire obsession with the West. It's not obsession. I also like pirates. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and knights and many things from history. So I went into history. All right. Let's let's go into his life. Then. I texted Tom last night and I was like, you know, pirates and cowboys have all the best nicknames. And he was like, you're perpetually like eight years old. Well, what did he say? He was like, who are you thinking of specifically? I was like, no, nah, just in general. He's like, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> also, so do a lot of old like athletes, old timey athletes that have dope nicknames and yeah, new, every new every athletes, uh, like every... sweetness. Well, I was gonna say like. Old tiny baseball players like oh uh, yeah, like old Haas, Whitey McGee. Hmm. You know why they call him that? Because he's white. Yeah, McGee. Because he was Irish. Hmm. But his real name is McCallahan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's dive into it, guys. Um, yeah. So 
Harry Alonzo Longabaugh, a.k.a. the Sundance Kid, was born in Montclair, PA, which actually isn't far from where we are right now. Mm-mm. Um, uh, also, funny enough, I... Um, well, we were, we were talking about this before the pod, and I was like, Montclair can eat my asshole. He did. And, uh, and, and I said... And def- Bill was like, why would you say that? And I was like, I just wanted to be provocative. And he... Th- I offered no I substance. Said, I said, defend your position. And there he was- said, no. <laughs> this is this is uh, just like, like high school over again. You can't make a statement without providing supporting evidence. Just not and just I, high school. Uh, well, just saying that's it. Yes, Were you on yes. the speech and debate team? Yeah. Nerd. I like debate class. It was fun. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Fuck, yeah. Montclair, nerd. Montclair can eat my asshole, and I have absolutely no no support for why I feel that way. So go ahead. Okay. His parents were Josiah and Annie G. Longabaugh. Um, they were both Pennsylvania natives, actually. So he came from a line of Pennsylvania stock. Yeah, good good breeding stock. Those Pennsylvanians. Speaking of Pennsylvania things, real quick, mm-hmm. as this whole podcast is. Tom sent me a screenshot of a Game of Thrones characters that are different states. Okay. Who's and ours was, this is for the Game of Thrones car- fans out there. This Ours was Sir Barristan Selmy, who you may, if spoiler alert, in the shows dies in season four. Sir Barristan Selmy. No, 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 no. In the I, I, books, he's still oh, alive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The poor dude. He's not poor. No, no, no. He was a knight. No, 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 no. That, that, I, yeah, no, oh, no, you that mean poor, like his that, to get yeah, stabbed and the killed. Way, yeah, the way he died. Yeah, yeah, I, um... I yeah, stopped. Was, I actually stopped watching after season six or this one. I think it was after this season. He's a monster. I guess I don't know. Uh, but Barrison was is dope in the books. He's like one of the best fighters and does like all the things. Like he's real honorable. And mm-hmm. they're like Pennsylvania is also this way, and they don't care as much about who's ruling as long as the right thing is being done. I was like, hmm. Huh. Well, and I think that was just because we're a swing state. <laughs> we're the Keystone. But yes. Anyway, yeah. So, anyway, but back to Harry Alonzo Longabaugh, which is a great name in and of itself. It's the Alonzo really gives a little spice. Alonzo. Alonzo. Annie, her maiden name was Place. That's going to come up later with certain things regarding some of the stuff that happened during his Hashtag bandit career. aliases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gave it away. Sorry, guys. Cool. Yep. What a dick. No suspense. What a dick. Also, I love that show with Jennifer Garner. Alias? Okay. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> it took you a minute. Yeah. Alias. Yep. Yep. It's not a very good JJ, joke. J.J. Abrams. Oh, shit, it was. Yep, yep. Yeah. Lens flares. Lens uh, flares. <laughs> that's what I call him. Oh, he doesn't have a real name Senor to Senor Lens Flare. Yeah. Oh, so Mr. Lens Flare directed this flick, he, I see. Do you think he'd, he'd be offended if, like, you're like, oh, my God, hi, nice to meet you. Meet him from the, uh, like a deli or something. Oh, man, I love oh, your work. You're great. Also, why do you do so many lens flares? Like, can you stop? It hurts. My soul, my eyes, my aesthetic. Even in Star Trek, why? It was doesn't make any sense. But anyway, right. sorry. So, Harry was the youngest of five children, and in 1882, at the age of 15, he traveled west in a covered wagon with his cousin George. I think in 82 they're using Conestogas, but I'm not positive because there's mm-hmm. several different wagon styles, and this is like a whole sub study of history. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's transportation. It, it changes the way yeah, uh, right. the way populations, you know, move. Yeah, migration patterns are mm-hmm. part of it. Five years later, in 1887, he stole a gun, a horse, and a saddle from a ranch in Sundance, Wyoming. So he's 20 years old. So yep, old enough to know better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> young enough to still do it. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty much the start of his criminal career. 
So he was apprehended by authorities and sentenced to 18 months in jail by Judge William L. McGinnis, who was the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of Wyoming Territory. Seems like that guy did not have a whole lot going on that day. I guess horse thief horse thievery is pretty big, though. Hey, it's 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 like uh, people got killed huge, for that. It's huge amounts of of, of value, and it's yeah. like their biggest property. If you don't own a house, or right, I mean, most people just made their own homes, but uh, it's like stealing someone's car. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's Grand Theft Horse. Grand Theft Equine. That was I guess. wow, wow. I'm not gonna try because you've embarrassed us enough. <laughs> Grand Theft Equine is embarrassing enough, my friend. Keep going. <laughs> Excuse you. I'm trying here. Grand Theft Nene is a nay. I wish all the listeners could see my face right now. Because yeah. I just stare. You gave, me, you gave me the side eye. I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you, Bill. I love you. Shh. <laughs> so he, so he, was, he was placed uh, in the old who's gown? But yeah, he was sentenced to prison from November 8th, 1886. To October 1st, 1889. It's a pretty long time. Yeah. <laughs> 18 yeah. months. Yeah, that sucks. Or no, excuse me. That was the Chief Justice's... His reign. Reign. Yeah. Uh, during the 18 months that this uh, Halongaba was in jail, this is when he began to adopt the moniker the Sundance Kid, which is a dope nickname. It is. Yeah. It's a great cool. nickname. You're just like, who's, who's that kid? Sundance. Who's that girl? La 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 la. Is that eight seconds? Right, it's less than that. Right, I'm, we're good, right? Uh, yeah, we're definitely good because I don't think you got it right with the. No, all right. Well, okay. So we've resolved today. It won't be a funny episode. <laughs> Motion <to> continue. <laughs> um. When Longabaugh was released, he returned to working as a ranch hand, and he spent time in Alberta, Canada, at the Baru Ranch um, in 1891. This was what Canada's like lo- one of their largest and premier ranches ever. Mm. Like, there's still wow. a big, big uh, historic site there. It's one of their national historic sites. It's pretty cool. Yeah, Canada has. But he, he didn't he didn't last very long away uh, away from the life the life of a flashy crime, right? He did not, because how could you resist its allure when you have a nickname such as the Sundance Kid? You're born to wreak havoc. Born to wreak havoc. Nice. Let loose the hounds of criminal activity. Bring out those six shoes. Cry havoc. And take part in a train robbery in 1892. And then a bank robbery in 1897 with five other guys. Yes. Um, yep. And these are both suspected, but like... He if, did it. If, yeah, he, he did, did it. it. He, he sure fuck did it. Um, if I had my... Bill was a betting man, which I know he isn't. He, uh, not, but I would put money on that. <laughs> I would put money on that. It was during this time that he became associated with an organized crime, crime group. Like a loosely organized crime group. Right. This is nope. like mafia style where there's layers of protection for right. the top guy. This is it's, very It's very like loose. it's a gang. They're yeah. a gang. Yeah. Uh and this is they were known as the Wild Bunch. There actually was a mafia style group. Uh it's considered the first organized crime uh enterprise in the country. Mm. And that was the Cochise County Cowboys that came oh. some years earlier. Wow. And they were in Tombstone, Arizona. Gotcha. They're gotcha. part of the OK Corral right. shootout. Um, but the Wild Bunch, it was you, you'll see that. It, you'll hear it even still. Like, Correct. Who do you think you are, the fucking Wild Bunch? I don't think anyone says that, though. I mean, 
maybe in the 90s when we were growing up, but yeah. millennials now, they're all like, oh my god, the Fortnite dance, and I don't know if they fucking do their thing. <laughs> and, and, and they use like TikTok or some shit like that. Okay, or, TikTok's pretty funny though. I don't, I don't, Have I don't you know. watched it? It's basically no. just fucking... Um, Z- uh, z- fuck Zoom. What am I saying? Zoom. Uh, Vine. Oh. Vine. Yeah, it's Vine, basically right? just yeah. Vine. Uh, so Vine's back, but as TikTok and like whatever. Reincarnated. Ring. Nothing stays dead. It's like what, it's like Vine, is, with, Vine what, with filters. What is dead may never die, but rises again, harder, and stronger. Is that a Game of Thrones thing? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not everyone watches Game of Thrones, but man. Sorry. <laughs> That's. A- it's, a, it's, a, it's the chair creaking. All right, let's keep on going. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, the... Um... The Wild Bunch was led by a man known as... Or a man named Robert Leroy Parker. Mm-hmm. And you might better know him as Butch fucking Cassidy. Yeah. And yes, the fucking is part of the nickname. It's not. I've since decided. It's not. Do you know why they called him fucking Cassidy? Why? he was really good why was he called butch cassidy i don't know i couldn't find out why I, i'm sure if i had actually like dug hard into it i could have found huh. but i mean it could just be an alias that he just took off and he's like I, no one's gonna you know i think so also it sounds like badass more badass than robert Leroy parker I'm yeah. butch. like yeah. hey leroy jenkins i'm i'm robert Leroy parker we then you come we in shook hands then you come in you say i'm butch cassidy and then you go psh, 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 give me your psh. Gold or die. Give me your 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 watch. That's somehow it's like worth a lot more than it should, but it's your only valuable possession. Your yeah. it was brought to you by your grandfather and and from the Civil War, and you gotta give it to me. I like your six shooter. Yep, yep. Sounds it's gonna happen a lot, good. guys. This pretty is good. we can't afford to. We to, we, uh, we don't have a soundboard. Honest, I said no. To get a soundboard. Yeah. So <laughs> on the soundboard, guys. <laughs> Let's keep going. This is how I imagine George Lucas directs. <laughs> Except, like, he makes a sound and he's like, all right, now $10 million to that sound. Go ahead. Do it. I want you to just pretend to be sad. It's like his directorial style. Did you know that? It's a fucking monster. Hey, explain, explains a lot of uh, Natalie Portman's. Very, She's a very talented actress, but when, she's amazing. when you're told, just like, just make this face. No, just. That face. I don't want anything from you. You just stand over there. I'm an integral part of the scene. I don't. I have nothing for you in this. <laughs> it's unfair. It's right. outrageous. Look, we're not in the deserts of Tatooine. We're in the plains of Wyoming, and Montana. <laughs> I hate you. All right, that's enough. <laughs> Dredging up bad memories. So, the Wild Bunch operated out of several different hideouts, but their most famous one is known, uh, or was at Hole in the Wall, which is a pass in Johnson County, Wyoming. Hmm. There's a pass called Hole in the Wall. I just want us to all appreciate that for a minute. Because what do you think of when you hear Hole in the Wall? Um, uh, Restaurants? Glory hole. Maybe a glory hole in the wall? <laughs> yeah, like a, like, a they, little, like a little Italian. You know what around, I yeah. should have set that up with was they attained eternal glory out of the hole in the wall. Yep, there you go. All right. Better joke. <laughs> 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 All 
According to reports from the time, Longabaugh was known to be fast with a gun, and he was known as a gunfighter. Right. Um, but he was not known to have killed anyone in a gunfight while he was in America. The Wild Bunch claimed that they tried not to kill people, and Cassidy often boasted that he had never killed a single man or woman during his career. So he just got away with uh, intimidation and getting the stuff. Also, I like so, how it says in America. Well, we're going to come to that. Yeah. It's honestly not true. Like, people died during their yeah. different things. There was one guy, Kid Curry, who was known to be, like, pretty malicious and had racked up quite a body count. We're going to get into it here in a second. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, just about Kid Curry, his real name was Harvey Logan, and he was actually a quick draw. Uh, quick draw McGraw, if you will. Mm-hmm. That reference for yeah. the older people in the crowd. So, when I, when I go, psh, 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 that's like that. But uh, it's it's funny that Sundance Kid actually became better known than Kid Curry, and I half wonder if it's just because his name's better. Yeah, probably. Like, it, it just rolls off the they tongue both have so a well. Kid, though. Yeah, and, I mean, also, and Billy the yeah. Kid, and there were a bunch of kids. Yeah. I mean, Harvey Logan is a badass name by right. Itself. Harvey Logan's a better name than Kid Curry. Yeah, it is. I don't know where Kid Curry. I think he I was mean, from like to, Curry Township or something, yeah. or, or something. probably just to like you know, well, I, to you hide. Have, you have to have yeah. an alias, but yeah. Um, Harvey Logan's a badass name, though. It is. Um, Long- Longabaugh did actually participate in a shootout with uh, lawmen who were pursuing the Wild Bunch to their hideout. Uh, this was after a heist. And it's thought that he wounded two men during pursuit. Okay. So, But, like I said, they don't know if he killed anyone like during all those times. Probably, um, though. Multiple people were killed by the gang. And this included at least five law, of- law enforcement officers killed by Logan. I saw certain things that said up to nine. And that's Kid Curry as well, right? Yeah, Same Kid Curry. Well. Yeah. Gotcha. So uh, when he would roll into town, Ice-T's cop killer would come on. <laughs> um, yeah. Yep. I didn't expect that. I don't know why. Uh, I, uh, I should have expected that. I don't know why. You should have. So they, when uh, wanted posters went up, they were dead and alive. Or wanted dead or alive, they post them throughout the country, like the whole country. Mm-hmm. And reward was would go up to as much as thirty thousand dollars for information leading to their capture or death. Thirty thousand dollars in eighteen nineties, early nineteen hundreds is insane amounts of money. All right, I'm gonna look it up right now. Hold on. You doing the conversion? Yep. Uh, calculate, 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 calculate. It would be. All right, so the only okay, I'm, I have to do a base off 1913. Oh, so you can't even go back to 1890. Yeah, so 8, 1913. That's uh, 770 thousand dollars. So you 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 probably bumped up to a million at yeah. that point. Yeah, that's a shitload of money. Blow. People wanted these guys, and they wanted them dead. And you know what? So train and bank robberies in the old west are all very romantic. Uh huh. These are bad dudes. Yeah. Like, we're doing a podcast about a bad dude right now. Yeah. A badass motherfucker. Well, he was a badass motherfucker, but, yeah, yeah. but like, he, he robbed people, he stole from them, he wounded and, yeah. and killed people. And when people. you think about, like, the like trains and, and all that, that's, that's like the, uh, um, that's like the thing, the defining feature of, right. of humanity then. You know? Also, the banks were not insured then. No, they weren't. Yeah, so they, so they you, act, you actually lost money. your money. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's a good point. That that really changes the perspective as well. Um, but they, I mean, they they stole a lot of fucking. And I guess we'll go. We'll, you'll get into that a little bit. But they yeah. they like they got a lot of fucking money. Yeah. So I'm gonna go through some of their more famous heists right now. 
So at 1 a.m. on June 2nd, 1899, Cassidy, Sundance Kid, Kid Curry, and LZ Lee, or Lai, okay. uh, who was actually the closest friend of Cassidy, not the Sundance Kid, which is a little funny. Okay. Um, they robbed a Union Pacific train near Wilcox, Wyoming. To hide their identities, they wore masks made from white napkins, and it's thought that they actually stole these from a Harvey House restaurant, which was a popular chain of restaurants that sprang up along railside towns. Ah, so that classic, like, yep. look. Yeah. That that bandito look with mm-hmm. the... The, the you always, big triangle. Yeah, I'm trying to think of... Handkerchief. Handkerchief, right, yeah. Uh, and it was always like the Paisley ones or the black ones. Mm. But during the holdup, they stole between $30,000 and $60,000. And they split up after the robbery with some of them going to New Mexico. Uh, this was a pretty common practice for bandit gangs to split up after a big job. Right. So it was just confused the pursuit. On July 11th, 1899, some of the gang members robbed a train near Folsom, New Mexico without Cassidy. I have a feeling Sundance wasn't there either. Yeah, that's, just, just, that's just a month away as well, just perspective. Like, these yeah. dudes had a jones in for doing that. Yeah, and I, I, mean, guess, I think they like the danger. Yeah, well, we mentioned $30,000. Like, if they sold between $30,000 and $60,000, they sold between $1 and $2 million. Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a lot of money. Uh, they were pursued by a posse led by a Sheriff Ed Farr, and this led to two gunfights. Um, Far and two deputies were actually killed, and gang member Sam Ketchum was wounded and died in custody, and Elsie Lay was, uh, was wounded and captured. Right, and that, that was uh, one of Cassidy's. That, you mentioned that was like yeah. Cassidy's like, main dude. Yeah, he was a co-founder of the Wild Bunch. Wow. So it was like pretty much the two of them and maybe another came together and were like, let's, uh, let's fucking steal some shit. Sam Ketchum. Gotta catch them all. I was I knew. trying to catch all the uh, catch all the bullets. Oh, I was gonna say money. You got body. <laughs> yeah, nice. We have five. Sorry, guys. I'm pretty sure they could hear it. It was loud. You're welcome. I've got to be a Joneson for a banditry. Uh, but they, was that the end of the of the, of the group though, or I mean, so they no, captured them. The Wild Bunch then regrouped in Wyoming, and on August 29th, 1900, Cassidy, the Sundance Kid. Kid Curry and another unidentified gang member held up another Union Pacific train at Tipton, Wyoming. They just were out. Like, Wyoming's fucked. <laughs> right? Like, they just were running amok across this territory at the time. It's not even a state. Right. So, on September 19th, 1900, they raided the first national bank of Winnemucca. Mm-hmm. And this was in Nevada. And they stole $32,640. This was then followed by a series of more successful and lucrative robberies of both trains and banks. And this actually became the longest successful string of robberies of that type in American history. Man, you'd think they would just stop rolling, you know? Well, I mean, like, I guess the point is, or I, I guess at that point, in their minds, it's... We're unstoppable. We're unstoppable. We're, we're yeah. immortal. We're invincible. Nobody can stop us. Yeah. Stop, you know, Man, you catch got like, us if you can. You got like Jeff Bezos money at this point. Like, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> you know? But... I imagine there's a rush, like yeah. unbelievable rush from you it. You only get off while while Rob while, while Banks, <laughs> sir. Why why are you engorged in your uh, crotchular region? I'm a finish. Look me in the eyes. Look me in the eyes. And then the Burger King's in the corner going, "Yes, Kid Curry. Yes, Sundance Kid. I see you now. Take my pickle." So you mentioned the rush. The BK will. I've decided we'll make an appearance in every episode 
until hey, people start demanding that it stop. I enjoy it. I, I was going to say, you mentioned the rush of it, but like, they, they're they beginning to be, become a national, more well, national. I mean, like, people are, know about people them. People know about it. Yeah, people are pissed. That's, um... And this guy... The more, the, the, the more you fly under the radar, the better you are, but when you right. start making a name for yourself, uh... Yep. One foot in, one foot out, right? Yep. And that's when the Pinkertons started coming calling. Uh-huh. And... They began to keep tabs on various members of the gang, gang and their known associates. And one of these in particular was Harry Longabaugh's paramour at a place. And I just, I have a space dedicated to her because she is fascinating to me. So we're going to talk about okay. at a place yeah, a little bit. She's a near complete mystery. Okay. To both her contemporaries and to modern historians. But she's said to be one of only five women allowed in the Wild Bunch. So they, there were these two pairs. Of, there was a pair of sisters that would ride with the Wild Bunch sometimes. Oh, yeah. Um, but part of the part of the way we know about it is the Pinkerton started keeping tabs on her. Okay. So they believe she was from Texas and that she was in her late twenties during an association with Longabaugh. But reports from people who met her said she indicated she was from the East Coast and that she was cordial, articulate, refined in speech and manners, and an excellent excellent shot with a rifle, as well as being clearly educated. Okay. We don't even know if Place was her real name. Remember, that was Longabaugh's mom's maiden name. Right, right, yeah. Which definitely complicates things. Right. For the listener, too. Sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry. Um, I'll refer to her as Etta. Yeah, that might be easier. So... um, she has been record. There are records of her as being known as Mrs. Harry Longabaugh or Mrs. Harry A. Place. And the only signature signature of hers that survives was a Mrs. Ethel Place. Okay. So there are a couple different women that historians posit could have been her. And these include Ethel Bishop, who was an unemployed music teacher who lived at a brothel um, that. Some- hot cross buns. Hot cross buns. <laughs> Bum, bum, bum. I wasn't ready. <laughs> Should have been. Sorry. Wasn't ready. You know me at this point. This is our, oh, what, 39th episode? Yeah. Can't yeah, wait man. till we do 30 more. Yeah. 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 You, you, you should you should uh, be prepared for hot cross buns. Strap, Any fucking moment. Strap in and strap on. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry. So there's Ethel Bishop. Who, who else? Uh, who else could have been? There was also Ann <laughs> Bassett, who was a cattle rustler who ran with the Wild Bunch. Mm. Her sister also ran with them. Okay, um, she kind of looks like this picture of Etta, uh, but their chronologies don't align. Like gotcha. People looked in, and there's periods of time where we know where Ann was, and we know that Etta was somewhere else. Gotcha, gotcha. There was also Eunice Gray. And she was a hotel and brothel operator in Fort Worth, Texas. And her chronology in South America aligned with Etta's. Hell, spoiler, they go to South America at some point. Gotcha, right? Yep, yep. Um, But discovered photos show that they don't look anything alike. Like, they went to this woman's family and started searching through pictures. And they pulled them out and they're like, oh, they don't look anything like them. I'll post a picture of Sundance and Etta. Mm -hmm. Um, Fairly attractive people. Yeah. Especially for, like, 1900. (laughs) They're not just, like, covered in dust all the time? I mean, I'm sure they were, but (laughs) for this picture. Um, So, the final one, and the one that I think is probably the likeliest, is Madeline Wilson. She was born in England and emigrated when she was six years old. Um, She matches the age of place, but based on how we can judge it from certain records. Mm -hmm. And all traces of her disappeared after Longabaugh 
and Etta left Bexar County, Texas in 1900. So that would line up a little bit. So that lines up. Um, also, with her being from England, mm-hmm. there's a chance she left when she was six. Mm-hmm. Pro- lo- multiple years, been there for over a decade, would lose her accent. But remains of it might have stayed, which would explain a refined accent. Right. Um, being that oh, way. Yeah, that would. A little bit more upper crust sounding to people from Wyoming. Wyoming, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah and, yeah, yeah, you would, know, yeah. all across the, the frontier, West. The frontier. The frontier, yeah. So in February 1901, Sundance Kid and Etta traveled to New York City and they purchased a lapel watch and stick pin. Uh, you guys know what a stick pin is? Do you know what a stick what pin is? What stick pin is that? It's one of those little pins that uh, you just kind of put it on right right just for decoration yeah okay yeah i've seen those in old timey things yeah um and and they bought it from and i said what about breakfast at tiffany's oh yeah oh so they're they're like spending money they're spending they're spending money now yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay but yeah so they went to tiffany's and and bought like nice things (laughs) right um and they posed for a de young portrait at a studio in union square on broadway i like how they're just like doing this out in the middle of new york well okay so i was thinking about this earlier today like this was the uh, this was the time in history where you could your pre photos right well, pre com I'm sorry your pre the the social media of photos obviously pre internet uh, newspapers take a while to, you know information doesn't travel as, as quickly as it does now so there's a good chance that no one around them had any idea who these people uh, who the Sundance Kid even was true let alone well, that could be the person he's definitely famous enough that they knew who he was yeah. So and, the random person walking down, walking to New York would. They know. knew the name. They might okay. not recognize them, but there okay. were the wanted posters, and they were all over the country. Gotcha. More yeah. prevalent in the West, but they right. were. So that that um, is really fun. Hiding in plain sight. Right? It's, yeah, it's a ballsy move, especially if there is a Pinkerton in New York. Yeah. And they took a photo of themselves, like, right. like, you, like you just said. They took a, a portrait. Like that's really ballsy. It's a ballsy move. Yeah. I gotta respect it. Bra- balls of brass, man. Yep. And uterus of brass. And uterus. Of, yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, so this is one of only two known images of Etta Place. Okay. Uh, so eventually the Pinkerton pursuit of Longabaugh Place, because they wanted her too, because they're like, wow, she's an accomplice. Right. If not outright <laughs> bandit uh, herself. Bad person. Uh, and Cassidy, but they, it became too hot. So they left for Buenos Aires on February 20th, 1901. Argentina. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um. So they sailed aboard the British ship Herminius. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I just want to make sure. Yeah, it's, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's the team. capital, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. I was just being, because I didn't include you it in the notes. You paused me, so I was like, uh. No, yeah, it was because I was like, I didn't include that in the notes. I'm a fool. Fool. Um, but they sailed aboard the British ship Herminius, and Cassidy posed as James Ryan, who was supposed to be the brother, brother, brother. Brother, yep. Brother. Brother, brother of place. Of place. Do they bone? So... Were they lovers? It's I, sh- I could have been better with that. No, Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, no. But. They might have fucked. So from the notes I, or from the research I did, I saw that she was a companion of both, but she was the lover of Longabaugh. Okay. Like they were fr- She and Cassidy were friends, and maybe friends first, mm-hmm. or maybe like if she was a uh, prostitute, mm-hmm. maybe that's how they met, and then she met Longabaugh after. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Right, well, but she was definitely like with Longabaugh at this point. Right. Okay. I think maybe they had a uh, polyamorous relationship. I don't judge. Do what you want. But they settled on a ranch, the three of them, and they per- that they purchased near, I believe it's Cholila. 
Sounds about right, yeah. Sure. And uh, Chubut, province of West Central Argentina. Chubut. Is it Chubut? I have no idea. I'm, I'm, I'm never going to pronounce that right. I'm going to pro- choose to pronounce it Chubut. 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 <laughs> Chubby. Yep. Uh, the ranch was a four-room log cabin on the east bank of the Blanco River with 15,000 acres of adjacent land to develop. Nice. That is so much fucking space. That's crazy. I guess they're putting that money to good use. All right. And, and this next little factoid, you know. Yeah, it's really, really neat. Cool. Uh, 2,500 of these acres belonged to at a place, and she was the first woman in Argentina to acquire land under an act that had newly allowed women to own land. Very cool. So that's cool for her. Also, I feel bad that wasn't a native Argentinian yeah, woman. Yeah, and also like a criminal too. So. Yeah. But, you know, just don't cry for her, Argentina. God. You knew it was coming at some point. I did. <laughs> Evita's amazing. That's a good one. Madonna's wonderful. On March 3rd, 1902, Longabaugh and Place returned to New York City on the SS Soldier Prince. And this was likely with the event, intent of visiting friends and family in the U.S. On April 2nd, they registered at a rooming house in New York City owned by a Mrs. Thompson. And again, they just fucking were out there in the wild. They toured Coney Island and visited his family in Atlantic City because they moved there from Montclair. Fucking traitors. <laughs> so after that, uh, it's very possible that they traveled up to Buffalo, New York to a Dr. Pierce's Invalid Hotel. Uh-huh. And for an unspecified medical treatment. So, like, chlamydia. Probably chlamydia. Or, or yeah. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe, like, an dengue, old gunshot wound. Dengue fever. De- oh. Isn't that, just, just that, isn't it's, that African? It's like, it's like a tropical thing. Yeah. Is it yeah. in South America, too? I don't, probably not. I, don't, I, think, I think it's like a... I don't know. I, just, I would just be a dickhead. Now I'm curious. And also, Central, um, Central in- Argentina is not, like, tropical at all. No, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's like, cold fairly yeah anyway it's much like wyoming (laughs) yeah actually kind of is uh so they then traveled west and again sought medical treatment in denver and it's from that visit where we get the only signature of etta place when she signed as mrs ethel place right and that was again an unspecified one and i don't know if it was him or if it was her i have wonder if she was pregnant oh man oh man it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, that's that is a that is a wild conjecture. Do not go to your friends and family and say, "At a place was pregnant." And blah blah blah. Bill said it first. The son of the Sundance Kid. The Sundance Kid's kid. I like the first one better. Son of Sundance Kid. But it could be. It could also be Sundance Kid. S O N. It could be that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if here, it was a girl? Come here for the sequel, or son son as, daughter kid. It's not as fun as it. Hmm. Son, daughter, kid. Dotir. Dotir. All right. Anyway, now that we've ruined this listening experience for you all. <laughs> oh, now we've done it? Uh, yeah, we finally crossed. We, we jumped the shark. <laughs> the pair returned to Buenos Aires from New York on July 10th, 1902. And this was aboard the steamer Honorius. Uh, and they pretend to be stewards of the so ship. So ballsy. I love God. it. It's it's so ballsy. I know I was calling them bad people earlier, but also they're just <laughs> unbridled just audacity. Hilarious. And brashness is amazing. Oh, no, we work here. No, no, we, 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 no, we, we work we, here. We, no habla inglés. <laughs> amazing. They, they speak Spanish today, right? Yeah. It's not Portuguese. Yeah, Portuguese yeah, is Brazil. Brazil's, yeah. That's uh, hilarious, though. So fucking amazing. They were... They are a romantic pair. Yeah. So... They were at the Hotel Europa in Buenos Aires on August 9th, on the 15th, 
And then they again sailed aboard the SS Chubut to return to uh, their ranch. Right. Um, in the summer of 1904, Sundance and Etta visited the U.S. again because they just didn't give a single flying fuck, apparently. And, <laughs> and they, they, it almost did them in, though, too. It Yeah, they were damn close. So the Pinkertons traced them to Fort Worth, Texas and the St. Louis World Fair. They're just sightseeing. They're just out there living. Just fucking sightseeing. Amazing. So Fort Worth, they're probably like visiting people they knew. Yeah. And then St. Louis World Fair, they're just going and seeing what's this amazing contraption. They, they got Look money, at this Pennsylvania they got money to blow, right? Right. Like, like they're just know. out there, just like fuck it. Yeah. That's. They probably just hope people would forget about them, but. Amazing. Um. And the and it worked because the Pinkertons yeah, weren't able be, to get them before they, they returned to Argentina. Yeah. So in 1905. Sundance, Cassidy, and Place sold the ranch at Cholila, and it was because the law began to catch up to them. Okay. Apparently, the Pinkertons had known about the address of the ranch for months, but the rainy season made it impossible for the agent on the case, Frank DeMeo, uh, to travel there and make an arrest. So the jurisdiction, they can use Argentina's government was like, fuck it. I mean, this is 19... 05, I think I would imagine it's a little different then, and I don't know how Pinkerton jurisdiction worked. Are you looking up extradition right now? No. I was if Argentina's even a country then. I mean Oh, are you are you wondering if they were still a country? Oh dude, they had a they had a revolution in nineteen oh five actually. Oh. Yeah, they they overthrew so there's a lot of different things going on in Argentina during the time that would make it difficult for them to to do to just even get down there. Yeah, and so yeah. maybe the Pinkers were just going to sneak down there and yeah. handle it. Yeah, because that would be a, my guess. There's a whole up, uh, revolution between the government there and. and I want to be clear: the Pinkertons were not always good people either. Yeah, we we've talked about this in terms yeah. of the uh, the unions and, and whatnot. Yeah, the, the whole times, but so yeah. But anyway, but Governor, uh, they're who, the good guys here. They are the good guys here, actually. Well, better. Good. Uh, yeah. Gooder. Gooder, yep. Water. Anyways, Governor... Oh, Tom also kept uh, teasing you while you weren't at Penn State about toast. Yeah, man. Then he also kept falling into a Philly accent for some reason. It's not like he's ever lived here. It's, Tom, you've never lived it here. It spreads, man. Mm. You, he listened to it, and then the next thing you know, you're, you're, talk, you're, you're talking like me now. Mm. I'll get you talking like me. Tire. In weird accents that you, you've never grown up in. Tail. That also don't exist. One. Anyway. Ice. Oh, boy. This is unlistenable, huh? Governor Julio Lozana... Can I get some ice without water? ...issued an arrest warrant, Sorry. but before it could be executed, uh, Sheriff Edward Humphreys, a Welsh... Wel- a Welsh? Wel- Welsh? A Welsh Argentine. Oh. Argentine? I believe it's Argentina. Uh, you can do both, I think. Okay. Uh, who was friendly with Cassidy and enamored of place. Ooh. He won the banger. By all counts, she was remarkably pretty hmm. and incredibly intelligent. Uh, he, he tipped him off because he was like, oh, man, you guys got to get the fuck out of here. So they fled to San Carlos de Bariloche uh, aboard the steamer Condor and crossed Lake, I believe it's Nahuhapi, into hmm. Chile. Um, also, to go back to, uh, to, go back to uh, Edward Humphreys, uh, he definitely got paid. Do that? Oh, for so, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I would imagine he was on the payroll yeah. for a while. Yeah, and like I said, it didn't hurt that he wanted to bang at us. Yeah, and that's the, that's the payoff, I guess, of, of your investment into corrupting the sheriffs of Argentina. But I mean, on to Chile they go, right? Yeah. So they actually returned to Argentina uh, because on December nineteenth, nineteen o four, Longabaugh, Place, and Cassidy, and an unidentified fourth 
compatriot, a man, robbed the Banco de la Nación in Via Mercedes, uh, which was some 400 miles west of Buenos Aires. Hmm. So they, they just kept going, huh? So yeah. that, I mean, that makes sense why the local government was like, eh, fine, go ahead, get them. Yeah. yeah. So because armed lawmen started to pursue them, and they then crossed the Pampas and the Andes into Chile. So, at, during this time, Etta had grown weary of life on the run, and she was actually really deeply saddened by the loss of their ranch. Right. So, she re- wanted to... Uh, so, she desired to return to uh, America. And she requested that Longaba accompany her on the trip. So, they went from Valparaiso, Chile, to San Francisco. Mm. And... She apparently remained there while he returned permanently to South America. It's kind of sad. There's no evidence that they ever saw one another again, and her fate is entirely unknown. Uh, there are several theories. Well, there's a lot of theories regarding it. Right. Well, what are, what are, what are, uh, do you have a couple of them? Or? Yeah, I've got uh, like two or three here. So one was that she moved to Paraguay after Longaba's death. Oh my God, he dies? It's a joke, guys. Sorry. Dickhead. Me and dickhead. He gets, he gets shot up. Yeah, he dies. Yeah. Um, and that she married a wealthy man there. And so this dovetails rather neatly with rumors that Edith May, the wife of famous boxing promoter Tex Rickard, was actually at a place. It's <laughs> funny. And he's the guy who promoted the fight between Jack Johnson and Jim Jeffries in 1910, which is a pretty famous fight. And uh, he and Edith actually retired to a cattle ranch in Paraguay. And that, that's the rumor? That's, yeah. That's really funny. So, who knows if it's true or not? Yeah, I just like, it's funny. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> hilarious. Like, also not impossible. Yeah. She's pretty famous, and famous people, like, gravitate to each other, and she yeah. liked money. Yeah. And dangerous. It's hilarious. And ranches. All, all, all boxes and, checked off. So, also, Edith May could have been somebody completely, like, she could have A been, normal person, yeah, yeah yep. Well, not a criminal. No. Well, not a bad person. Well, we don't know about those things. What's what's it? Do you have another uh, rumor for Yeah. Me? So a Pinkerton report states that a woman matching Place's description was killed in a shootout, oh. resulting from a de- domestic dispute with a man named Mateo Gebhardt Chubut in Chubut, Argentina, in March 1922. So, like, maybe she had returned. Yeah. And another one states she committed suicide in Argentina in 1924, and another that she had died of natural causes in 1966. These are all Pinkerton reports. Gotcha. So a lot of these revolve around um, her being, well, yes, but also her being attracted back to to South America. Yeah. Interesting. Which maybe, like, she was feeling the heat even if it wasn't coming. Yeah. Well, clearly it was because they were keeping tabs on her. Well, uh, well, they thought they were. So we mentioned death, right? Yes. Let's, let's talk a little bit about the the last kind of yeah uh, well, the, the the last little bit of uh, of the Sundance kid's life. Yeah, why don't you uh, lay that bad boy on? Sure. Me? So after Longabaugh and uh, and and um, place they after they split up, although it's it's positive they actually remained in contact via via like letter exchanges. Mm-hmm. Um, again, they like we never saw each other. Yeah. Um, uh, he and uh, Butch Cassidy actually continued their criminal activities, and they actually ended up in Bolivia. So in uh, well on November second of nineteen oh eight, a courier carrying the uh, payroll for uh, for the Ar- Armeo Franquicia, it was a mine. I totally butchered that, but it was a sil- I thought it, was it sounded a, pretty good. So yeah, it was a it was a silver mine, 
and uh, that um, the the courier was it was attacked and robbed by two masked and armed American banditos. Yes, I, I said banditos. It's bandits, but I said banditos. Banditos as well. Because we uh, are flavorful and spicy. <laughs> Muy caliente. If you think about it, it's probably them. It makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, so the these two armed banditos, aka Sonia's kid and Butch Cassidy, they fled to the mining town of San Vincent. No. And San Vicente? 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 That's probably there's no, there's no N there. Vincent. Vicente. Sorry. Yeah. Vicente. Yeah. There's an N there. Oh, Vicente. No. You're right. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is tough, man. I know. Well, trust me. I was doing it multiple times <laughs> while doing the notes, and I was like, wait. But, yeah, it's, well, it's Vicente well, or Vicente. Regardless. So, they, they fled to this mining town, right? And they uh, they lodged in a small boarding house owned by uh, by a miner named um, Bonificio uh, Casasola. I believe so. And Casasola became suspicious of the two because they uh, they had a, a mule that uh, that bore the mark of uh, of of, uh, of the mine. Yeah, and um, I'd imagine it was a brand, probably or, a brand. Or an ear, ear clipping. Yeah, probably a brand for a mule. Yeah, and he you know was like this doesn't line up with what with their story so he informed a, a nearby telegraph officer which again back to the communication thing yep uh it's a lot tougher to do but i mean it is still there so he he flagged down this telegraph officer and that that person notified the um abora aboroa uh calvary unit uh w- which was stationed nearby uh and again apologize to everyone i t- actually took spanish in, in college it was a uh, Damn. It's, I, it sunk me bad, and you know, like <laughs> that did not do well on that. I should, oh. I should just come up with the German, but anyway, the uh, the unit, uh, the the cavalry unit, dispatched three soldiers under the command of Captain Justo uh, Concha, and uh, they notified the local authorities in the region. He is one of the three sh- three soldiers. It's him and two others. It was uh okay. I see. It just it, okay. Yeah, it says you're three soldiers. Like, yeah, yeah, no. It, oh, I got it. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't clear when I wrote it, and I was like, huh. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so it's it's just the three of them total. Uh, but the the mayor um, and a group of his officials, along with the three soldiers, uh, they surrounded the this house on the evening of November sixth. Uh, the two bandits opened fire, and they actually killed one of the soldiers, uh, wounding the other one, and you know, back and forth here, right. gun, gunfire. Bang 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 bang. That's okay. That's, See, that's, that's how, how your sound. Mine, mine, mine sound. Bang 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 bang. Yeah, his is more sophisticated than mine. <laughs> yeah. So after after two a.m. during a during a lull in the fighting, the posse um, they heard a man screaming in the house, and soon after that they heard a single shot from the house. Afterwards, the screaming stopped, and then it was followed by a another shot uh, a couple minutes afterwards, and it was one another single shot. Yeah. Too. Uh, the two soldiers entered, uh, left the uh, the house. Um, oh, I'm, I, the the two soldiers that remained, uh, you know, the, the two that survived, they entered the house the next morning, and they found two dead bodies with um, with numerous bullet wounds to the arms and legs. Uh, but of course, the the, the the real shots. They um, mm-hmm. one of them had a, a bullet wound in the forehead, and the other one had one in the temple. Uh, the police report surmised that the the positions of the bodies that that um, that one of the bandits shot his friend who was mortally wounded and um, then shot himself with, with a final bullet. So spared, you know. Yeah, put like, him out of his misery kind of thing. thing. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, Tupiza police investigation uh, concluded that the, that the dead men were the bandits that had robbed the uh, the, the mine earlier. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, the, the mine that, that the robbed the, 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 the yeah. courier, right? And 
But the Bolivian authorities, they couldn't positively identify the two bandits. So the bodies were buried at the uh, San Vicente uh, Cemetery near the graves of, uh, of a German miner named Gustav Zimmer. Um, but they, they, they weren't marked. They were right. unmarked graves. Because, I mean, why would they? They're yeah, two, they're two nameless bandits. bandits. So in 1909, a woman that matched uh, Etta Place's description sought a death certificate from uh, Frank Aller, who's the uh, U.S. vice consul to um, in Chile, um, in Antofas- Antofagasta. That sounds great. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, she was looking for a death certificate for, for Longabop, but uh, none were ever issued. And her identity, her identity was never confirmed, but it, all, yeah. it, a lot of the descriptions match hers. In uh, So really jumping forward to uh, the 90s. It, things got quiet other than the movies, honestly, and, right. and them just being folk legend heroes. Right. So in 1991, a, a famed forensic anthropologist uh, named Clyde Snow and his team of researchers, they actually attempted to find the graves. And um, he's, he's the one that's, uh, uh, Clyde Snow, he's, he's known for confirming the, the skeletons of, uh, of JFK and victims of, uh, of John Wayne Gacy, as well as King Tutankhamun. Um, and also I helped identify victims of the Oklahoma City bombings and, and um, Joseph Mengele. Mengele? Mengele. Mengele. Like Excuse me. The um, Nazi doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. He's got the, his the, credentials. The, the, the dude knows what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which makes you think, like, are there not a lot of I don't think anthropologists? A, I don't think there are, actually. It was yeah. a pretty specialized field. That would, that would make sense. Since Especially one in 91. And it's a very uh, diverse group of people that he identified. <laughs> yes. To say the least. But he, he and his team, they were unable to locate any remains um, with DNA matching the living relatives of, uh, of Parker. Which, again, who's Butch Cassidy and, and Longabaugh. Um, which is really cool that, like, there are... Right. Relatives, you know? Yeah, I mean, now. yeah, that's pretty really, If you think about, like, there's probably Al Capone relatives out there, too. And, yep. you know, they're just, they were had families who were not at all involved with any of this stuff. No, but just happened to be related. And uh, there are those who claim that uh, that one or, may, or maybe both men actually survived and returned to the U.S., uh, one of either Butch Cassidy or, yeah. or, or the Longabaugh. Uh, one claim kind of asserts that the Sundance Kid lived under the name William Henry Long. In a, in a small town in Utah by Duchesne. Um, and Long actually died in 1936. And his remains were exhumed in December 2008. And uh, they were subjected to DNA testing. Um, and anthropologist John McCullough, he stated that Long's remains did not match DNA, which they had for um, for distant relative to Sundance Kid. So uh, that's kind of bunk. I just, there's so much of it that's shrouded in... Mi- I- I think the two who robbed the place were and were killed in Bolivia, well, killed themselves in Bolivia, were right. them. Yeah. But there's all, so much of this that's shrouded in mystery towards the ends of all their cr- criminal activity, like yeah. with Edda, well, all of Edda. Oh, yeah, yeah, her whole she life. She is fascinating yeah. to me. Uh, I wish I could had a time machine. I could just... Um, so you could just know. Yeah, exactly. Just, just to sit down and talk with her. That's um, who you'd pick? You wouldn't pick like... Well, no, I don't think like... I mean, I'm assuming it's not a one-time use time machine. Fair enough. That would suck. Would you wouldn't know that it's a one-time use? Right. Like, well, shit. I used this up on, on um. I saw the meteor that killed the dinosaurs. <laughs> okay, now, that would be now pretty, I can't go back. Pretty, oh fuck! <laughs> and that's how the human race got started. You're welcome, everyone. Oh well, we just we just wrote the next sci-fi hit. I turkeyed him. He turkeyed me. All right, so <laughs> let's. You uh, sounded so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> 
So let's talk a little bit about uh, the pop culture. Yeah, uh, why don't you uh, lay some of that good good? Yeah, and I'm not going to go into too much detail here because a lot of them are just films that are really popular, or some that really aren't. Yeah. Uh, but he he was subject to a lot of films. The first one I think was in the 40s, uh, and then there's some modern ones. That, actually, one thing came out a couple years ago too. I think so uh, too. Yeah. But a lot of them in in uh, like punk music and a lot of that makes sense in like books and whatnot. But he's, he's and the a, Sundance he's a, he's Film a Festival and the Sundance Film Festival as well was named after. Him, which I didn't know about, it, which is hilarious. But so in um, one of the earlier ones was it was in 1947, a movie uh, named Cheyenne, which is actually retitled The Wyoming Kid, hmm. and um, uh, the Sundance Kid was was a main character there, and right. he, was, he was played by Arthur Kennedy. Um, Longabaugh was uh, was then portrayed the next year, 1948, in a, in a movie called Return of the Bad Men. Um, and it was a really inaccurate movie. Great title, though. Great, good title. Actually, really good, really classic. Oh, this like, isn't that name. long after. It's not even 40 years later. No, it really isn't. Uh, but Which, I mean, we make World War II movies. Yeah, it's, I was I was literally just going to point 90s. that out. Yeah. World War II well, movies, hell, but. even 10 years after they started making them. I mean, there's a movie out right now about like, uh, or there was Vice. Zero Dark Thirty. I was going to say Vice. Vice came out and that's, you know. Yeah. So, but, never mind. I'm an idiot. No, it's, you know, it's okay. no I'm an idiot. All right, Bill's an idiot. I'm going to jump out this fucking window. <laughs> and I'll get, smash my head open and my idiot brains will spray everywhere. <laughs> God damn, Just Bill. like Long Abaz and Cassidy's. Wow. So, uh, damn. Anyway, so it, hey, it, it I've wasn't... I've been going to a dark place lately. Tom tweeted yesterday, smash all the Beatles with B-E-E-T-L-E-S, oh, to which Jesus. I responded with, Mark David Chapman already beat you to one. Oh, he's the one that killed... Uh, killed John Lennon. Lennon. Yeah. Well, mm. I thought that was going to land better. Yeah. It was, it, was a, it was rough. It's a rough one. He was a good man. John Lennon? Yeah. Actually, Also, he, he had a lot of bad things about him, but he was a good... <laughs> he had a lot of people happy. Yes. Um, yeah. He didn't treat women particularly well, though, but... Yeah. Anyway, so back 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 to the Sundance Kid. So that that movie, Return of the Bad Men, uh, terribly inaccurate, but it, right. it did a lot to uh, kind of raise like the profile. Like, oh, he's a he's a, he a badass. He was a yeah, he was a badass killer, you know. Uh, but he was then portrayed as a character in the 1951 movie called The Texas Rangers. He was played by Ian McDonald, who I hate at that first hockey team. What was that? So I hate that hockey team. Uh, the baseball team. The New York Rangers. Oh, the re- yeah, yeah, right. I don't know why they relocated to Texas. <laughs> Jesus. It'd be confusing with the baseball team. Uh, when I first saw Ian McDonald, I thought of Ian Mc... Um, oh, I can't even say McShane? the guy's name. But no, 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 no. The uh, Palpatine. Oh. Mc- McDermott. Uh, uh, something like that. His name, but yeah. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, huh, I actually had to look it up. I was like, is this the guy? It doesn't... It seems like way before that. Yeah. But, uh, anyway. So he was then portrayed in the 1956 movie The Three Outlaws um, by uh, Alan, Alan Hale Jr. Mm. Um, and then again in, 50, in another movie in 56 called The Maverick Queen. So the, the 40s to the 50s had a lot, of, a lot of Western yeah. films, obviously. Well, I mean, that's the he was time big, of the spaghetti Western. Right. But he was a big, big central um, kind of... It, it's like the Batman movies where there's a new Batman every... Every couple every of years. Couple yeah. Years, yeah. Or Hamlet. Or, or, or Hamlet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're expecting that to be my next. No, it was not. I mean, you've got Mel Gibson. You've got uh, the dude who directed Thor, <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. I was about to call him Gilderoy Lockhart, and then you've got Matthew Broderick as a lion. <laughs> now you've got son of a bitch. Donald Glover as a lion. <laughs> oh yeah, he is Simba, isn't he? Yeah, dude, that's gonna funny. be dope. All right, um, you dick. So, Robert Redford played played him in probably the most famous one. He's so handsome. 69's... Uh, nice. nice. <laughs> Film, uh, we're so predictable. Um, the, the Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, again, in 69, nice. 
Uh, Robert Redford named the Sundance Festival yep. after him, like you mentioned earlier. Um, I wonder if it's like his favorite know. role. Probably. Uh, it's got to be up there. Like... I mean, it's a, and you mentioned this before. It's a cool name. It is a cool name. And it's, it, sometimes it's just as simple as that. It's a yeah. cool name. But um, I didn't know that before we did this. I wonder movie. how the people from Sundance, Wyoming feel about it. I mean, at this point, they probably don't care. They, they probably enjoy it because it's like... Well, probably like a little notoriety. Like it'd be a little Sundance... Something you put on the town sign when you're rolling into town. Yeah, I, I'm sure at this point. Yeah, I mean, back then, probably not, but... No, no, back then, people were probably were, like, this fucking also, evil bastard. Yeah. Um, also, what? No, I was, I was, I was going to say, um, I, I didn't know that, like, that was named after him until yeah. we did this. So, he was just like, yeah. uh, well, pretty cool. I learned something today. So. PA, our roots go strong and long. Hmm. Um, so, we talked a lot about Sundance, the Sundance camp, but... Um, Elizabeth Montgomery actually played um, at a place, a place. Uh, in the 74 film Mrs. Sundance. So there was a film centered around her. Very cool. But it was full of... Full of falsities. Yeah, because probably you know, nobody knows. Yeah. Um, William Catt portrayed the Sundance kid in, uh, in, the, in the film Butch Cassidy... I'm um, sorry, Butch and Sundance, The Early Days in 1979. Probably a terrible movie. I haven't seen it, but... Uh, Tom Berenger was in it. Uh, who else, what else is he in? He is. Oh wait, am I going to mix them up? I believe Tom Berenger was also in Hatfields and McCoys. Oh okay. And I think he plays Longstreet in mm-hmm. Gettysburg. I'm going to look it up. Hmm. Well, while you do that, I also want to mention in uh, 2002. So we're getting really recent here. Oh, and he was in Platoon. Platoon. Oh okay. I have Platoon. So let's see. Um, Inception. Who did you play in Platoon? Sergeant Barnes. He was in Major mm-hmm. League. He's Jake Taylor. Oh. Let me see. I think he was in. What he was in Inception too. Yeah. Hmm. Well, anyway, so in 2002, there was a, there was a Swedish rock band named uh, Kent, which is funny. They had a song called Sundance Kid, and it was off their album Vapen and Ammunition, which is actually Swedish he was for... was in Hatfields and McCoy's. Sorry. Guns and Ammunition. He played Jim Vance. Jim Vance. He's got a thing for playing historical characters. Oh. Uh, so it, there was a TV movie, actually, called The Legend of Butch and Sundance. It was in, aired in 2006. It, um... Do you recognize any of these uh, any of these actors there, Bill? There was a uh, Ryan Browning played Sun, played played Sundance, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't recognize any of these characters or no, any of these actors. Sound like TV actors that TV I don't actors. know. Uh, yeah, he was actually he's also a character in a uh, in a manga called Drifters. Oh, excuse me, I believe you mean manga. Is it manga? Uh, um, oh, yes. okay, I didn't know that. Uh, it, it there was also an anime TV series uh, that was adapted. It. Have you seen this? Yeah. Oh wow, is it good? Yeah, actually, it was. Uh, so really modern times now, 2011 and 14. So there was a there was a movie called Blackthorn, which portrayed him in 2011, and then in 2014, there's a, a novel called Sundance, and he was obviously the main character, and uh, the book's by David Fuller. So hmm. rich history of media. If you want to dig in, I'm sure a lot of people have seen Sundance Kid. Um, Swatch Drifters. Don't you could do that. I mean, um, no, I would watch um, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid though. It's yeah. it's pretty fucking good. From um, what I've been told, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, I, I think that about does it. I mean, there's a lot of info we just gave you guys, but it's yeah. a pretty cool part of part of history. Part of PA history, which I didn't even know is a thing, right. you know? like, from little old Montclair. And Montclair's not big. I wonder if there's anything there about him. There's got to be something. It's got to be one of their, their most famous sons. But he's not a good dude, though. Yeah, know but you know what? People are still hey, like... Montclair can suck my ass. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Do you, do you have a, did you do you expect a, that lack of reaction? I did, I, yeah, I did actually. I was like disappointed in that because I hope 
I hoped you'd be like, ah, dick. Oh, uh, you want me? To, I haven't done a rant in a while. I've no, been in a rant. No, yet. we're 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 about getting due. I think I think maybe the next. Oh no, today's not a rant day. No. What uh? Do you have, do you, you want to tell me? Yeah, do you have time for me? I've got Nebraska PA. Nebraska PA. That sounds lame as shit. They can suck my ass. So, <laughs> where is that? So, um, Nebraska PA, man. Apparently, it's in Forest County, which is. Forest County. The fuck are you doing? Sorry, I was yelling at my phone. <laughs> it's in Western PA. It's yes. actually um, southeast of uh, of Erie. Right. Yeah. Yes. And from what Wonder Wisdom tells me, and as we all know, we don't know if we can ever trust, trust them. everything on the internet. The residents of this community in Forest County are said to have headed to Nebraska and been disillusioned, so they returned to Pennsylvania. <laughs> The splendors of Nebraska. Oh shit! It sucks. It's so flat. It's so windy. It's so cold. Why is it so windy? Why do people live here? Fuck this. Oh my god! We can only grow corn. Where's a tree? Oh, wh- why? Why is everything just round and gross? Everyone here is round. Why? Why is everyone so goddamn friendly? Why? They, why do they make me happy? They're smiling at me. I don't fucking like it. Nebraska can suck my ass. <laughs> Nebraska can suck my ass. Corn huskers suck. Husk my corn. Black shirts my ass. Defense. So I, 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 um. That could be a rant. I could just go on about so, the Midwest. I, so speaking of the Midwest, so I, I was, I was looking about this the other day, and I think about Ohio, and it's Midwest. It sucks. It, no, 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 no. I, no, no, I, I, have, I have a point. I have a point here. So Ohio is probably the, the, the pinnacle and like the greatest state of all the shitty states. It's like the capital of the shitty states in the country. What about? Can you think? Can you think of of a, of a better shitty state Illinois? than Ohio? No, Ohio. No, no, no. Illinois. They're Chicago, Chicago. Man, fuck no. I don't count that as shitty. Oh, so you're saying they're a good state? They're no. Ohio, Illinois is good. Okay. I'm saying like okay, like, okay. like Ohio's like like the. If I were Nebraska, I aim to be Ohio. But, I'm the beacon of the shitty states. So Ohio. Does that West, make sense? Yes. West, West Virginia. No, for the, they, they suck. They, they, they're not great. But they have I'm great saying, trails. No, fuck them. No, no. I'm saying like Ohio has some industry. They have some major cities. They have a lot of people. And they have, I guess, a little They've bit of culture. They've got the Browns. But they have sports teams, right? They, they, They've they're, got they're the people. Bengals, the Browns, if you were, if the you were, Indians. If you were, a, if you were, a, if you were a, um, a European or, or someone from Asia or like someone that knows a little bit about America, you think of like New York and California. Well, yeah, I mean, but like, Philadelphia, but maybe, you, Miami, but, but if you think about like the, the shitty states, New Orleans, Cleveland's probably the place you think of, or like really? maybe Cincinnati or some shit like that, but all I gotta say is Ohio... Kansas City? St. Louis. St. Louis is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ohio sucks ass, man. So where do you put St. Louis and Missouri then? But they're cool. True. I like St. Louis and I like Kansas City. Ohio sucks. Oh, how sucks. Have you been there? Yeah, I have. It sucks. Multiple times. Columbus is ass. Columbus is very boring. Um, like They're all like, Ohio State. And I'm like, cool. All right, so I think my rant, I don't really have a point there. I just wanted to bring that up. You just wanted to bash on I just wanted, Col- yeah, I, Ohio. You, ha- you, you, you have your rants. I just had my rant. No, you had yours. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been um, a while since we have a rant. Steve, Steve was getting all... Uh, missed our rants. Yeah. He's yeah, gonna, man, Ohio sucks ass. He's going to put us on um, Hoyle's Heaters. Oils heaters go there for your Betty needs. Our friend Brant runs a uh, oh 
Twitter account oh, called okay. Hoyle's Heaters. Okay. And it's all about over-unders for various sporting events. Oh, okay. So we're getting free publicity, huh? Um, That's okay. It's he, fine. It's fine. That's fine. He doesn't make money off of it. What's his, what's his name? I'm sorry. Brant, you shout out the pod. We'll shout out Hoyle's Heaters. Hey, Brant. I've held up my, my end of the bargain. Hey, Brant. You hold eat, up yours. Eat my ass. Eat Anastasia's ass. That's my favorite phrase for today. I don't know why. Yeah, you're all, all right. about it. All That's right. usually all right. my thing. All right. Um, you want to you go into the... Uh, you want our social medias? Social medias? Yep. You can find us on Instagram at Uncommonwealth Podcast, on Twitter at Uncommonwealth P, on Facebook. the You can like the page Uncommonwealth Podcast. You can email us at uncommonwealthpodcast at gmail.com. You can take your six-shooter, shoot it into the air, go rob a bank, send that money to us. We're not narcs. We're not cops. <laughs> you can then move to Argentina, then Chile, then Bolivia. You can disappear in San Francisco, and we will know you listen to this episode, and you have emulated the lives of our three heroes. Yeah, and... Uh... Just, just don't do bad things, man. Yeah, don't do bad things. <laughs> Maybe like, don't do all those it's, things. It's, it sounds really cool and romantic, but like, but like they're bad. Don't be bad. But um, you can also ethics, man. Rate and subscribe. Yeah, we haven't said that in a long time. Yeah, please do. Yeah, we we, we like it when you guys do that. But uh, you know, we we appreciate you guys. Um, I love you. I hate you. And sorry for all the rants, but I'm I th- not. I think I think we need to be said that Ohio is bad. So yeah, nobody downloads and there Nebraska, anyway. Nebraska too. So. Yeah. Anyway, well, well, yeah, no one does. Fuck them, man. <laughs> um, well, thank you guys for listening. Because they're jealous of PA, and uh, I don't think Nebraska has either. But we have more listeners. We have more listeners in Sweden than we do in Nebraska. Yes. Also, California is our second most downloaded state, I believe. I like because because you keep sucking their their San Diego nads. Can you blame me? It's nice. San Francisco's nice. really cool too. Also, like. That was before I started doing that. There's definitely a moment where I was like, fuck California in one of yeah. the episodes. Yeah, we did that before. Well, speaking of states, Ohio's bad. Um, Pennsylvania is good. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Keep an eye out for the next episode. And uh, hope you guys have a, have a nice day. Keep it frosty. We don't say that. It's not a thing we do. <laughs> Bye. Bye.